Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. In a revelation that's part belief, part bias, and a dash of unexpected irony, new research peeks behind the curtain of Christian nationalism and its curious relationship with the attitudes toward atheists in the United States. While atheists face persistent prejudice, the study uncovers a surprising twist. Black Americans in states steeped in Christian nationalism appear less prejudiced against atheists than their white counterparts. Black Americans are giving Christian or Black Americans in Christian nationalist states are giving prejudice the side eye. The study unravels a nuanced dance between identity, defiance, and unintended alliances in an era of growing division. The results not only illuminate the intricate dynamics of belief systems, but also raise broader questions that reach beyond the realm of atheism. This story is from SciPost by Eric W. Dolan on December 3rd, 2023. Phoebe, I'm excited to hear what you have to say. I didn't realize there was data on this. I mean, <laughs> the psychology of Christian nationalism and their distrust of atheists. I thought that was a given. Now we've got actual actual data on this. I mean, that's quite impressive. But it is fascinating that African-Americans in high Christian nationalist areas, according to the article, do not share the same attitudes as their Caucasian counterparts, which I found to be quite an interesting uh, thing. <laughs> Technical go, term there, yeah. Yeah, you know, it just doesn't <laughs> quite mesh, doesn't quite meld. Academically. Hmm. Doesn't quite mesh, doesn't quite meld with what you, you would expect. You would expect as Christian nationalism increases, a broad swathe across the board would say, hang on a minute, we distrust atheism. It's like, for example, in high uh, Muslim majority countries, you would expect a greater level of trust of other Muslims. You wouldn't expect it to be, well, okay, well, Muslims from this area actually trust other Muslims less. You do, it's not something you'd actually expect to see. But having the scientific paper to actually back this up is actually really interesting because it doesn't really surprise me because what it does show is that in these areas, people don't all vote as one mind. There's no hive mind here, which is actually really lovely to see. And when you actually break it down, to start breaking this down by race and to go, well, hang on a minute, this race and this race don't all speak as one. And I've now got, you know, data on that. That's actually quite nice to actually confirm that people actually do have individuality around these things. But when you start digging into this, you would expect Christian nationalists, the Christo-fascists of this world, to absolutely hate the four of us on this screen and everything that we stand for, because we are the unsavable people, myself in particular, because I'm, according to them, I'm an apostate because I've left a religion, left two. And how, oh my God, I'm the worst of the worst. But to actually see other people going, oh, well, it's another person. It's actually really nice to see. I mean, I'm not, you know, a heteronormative individual. A lot of the people aren't particularly heteronormative when it unfortunately comes to the African-American community. There are high rates of single mothers, high rates of lone parents, high rates of um, absent fathers. And in white communities, that is much lower. And I think that that may have something to do with it as well, which is something to bear in mind is that whilst Christian nationalism is something that distrusts atheism, it also distrusts lack of heteronormative conformity. So the 2.4 children, nuclear family, mother, father, children going to school academically, 
extracurricular activities, dog, house with two rooms upstairs, two rooms downstairs, front garden, back garden, etc. It's not something you're going to find in a lot of my local African-American communities around here because they've got high poverty rates. And high poverty rates don't generally tend to lead to the dog, the car, the house, etc. And I think that looking at this from an economic lens as well is quite interesting because it shows that Christian nationalism is just like society itself. It is diverging and it is prejudiced against itself in these matters. So, Infidel, what's your take? Well, first, I hope that everyone has their official copy of the great atheist master plan close because I was going to reach out and talk about it. You know, I'd hate to be discriminated against for a group that's not prepared. For it's my wallpaper. War- <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, wait. Mine is, I, I, mine, I, thought, I thought it was the recipe book. I, I forgot. I wasn't supposed to talk about that in public. I, I, I'm so, so, so sorry, Scott. But, you know, seriously, you know, I, I, I hate to call us a religious group. We're, we're not a religious group. I mean, we're the lack of religious group, but we are the one of the fastest growing. And I, I understand why uh, the Christian nationalists are so anti and, and it's not just the fact that we disagree or we stand for over something different than what they believe. It, it also goes down to what they're told time and again. Uh, when you sit and listen to what you know, people standing behind a piece of wood or screaming at their people and telling them about people like us and people that are not like them, whatever them is. And that's always a new term, depending depending on who's saying it. But, you know, this negativity uh, makes sense. And and you mentioned the common ground. You know, I, I, I think that what we're seeing is the convergence of uh, whites becoming a plurality and no longer a majority in this country, along with Christianity losing control. And these people are feeling concern and anger from both sides. And yes, they're taking it out on other people. And it's out of fear. It's out of fear of change and something different. Uh, they're getting older. Church population continues to decline. Uh, so their choices are as they yell louder or change. You know, we are seeing even in like more moderate, and I hate to say moderate with them, but, you know, the Pope saying, well, you know, maybe gay people are okay if we squint and do this and we can pretend <laughs> this is okay. They can do that. But the Christian nationalists, they're trying to hold a line. And, and that line that they're trying to hold is inevitably going to move. And that that's the good part. You know, right now they're whining to anyone who's willing to listen. You know, perhaps we should pity them. You know, last Pride Month, they even lost Cracker Barrel in the, in the woke war. So, you know, for me personally, they can have Cracker Barrel back. You know, we can get hey, them back. I like going to Cracker Barrel. I, I, I'm sorry, Phoebe. I do apologize, but I, I'm, willing to, I'm willing to sacrifice it for the team. And the, because the truth is, uh, they're just getting louder and they're getting smaller. And for that, I say they, they're going to feel the way they feel and they're going to become less relevant as that continues. Scott, where are you at on that? You know, I have to. Barrel. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. That's that's next on the agenda here. No, I, I just need to say. Say, as the math teacher on the panel here, it just warms my heart that uh, we're getting so much interpretation and so much uh, uh, interest and 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 so many different takes on what is basically just a big math problem, right? They gathered all of this data, they came to all these conclusions. It was really cool the way that they did it. So excuse me for geeking out for a little bit Nerd. here. But, 
that's a compliment in my house. Nerd. So. <laughs> but since, so, so they also gathered all this different demographic data with their sample. And so that, that allowed them to make all these, uh, you know, very nuanced comparisons. And we've talked about some of these already. The first one, of course, being that um, increased uh, Christian nationalism indicated increased uh, prejudice against atheists on a personal level, but not at a state level. Okay. And so, so what that would imply is that, um, you know, there's different aspects to a person's identity. Some people might consider their religion part of their identity. Some people might consider their nation as part of their identity. You know, there's all these different things that we can attach to our, our identity. And so since there's a difference in these two measurements, what we're, what they're saying is that these Christian nationalists consider themselves more Christian than national. Right. And so, and so it's, it's more of a personal, uh, commu small community kind of kind of impetus to to toe this particular line and and to hold this line. It's not so much uh, at a larger scale, like at a state level. And so, um, you know, a person's religion is a lot more reflective of that person, and it's derived from their, like I said, their immediate person, their personality, the, their identity, and so on. Um, the author, if uh, I, I read through, yeah, geeking out, right? I read through the actual report. And so in the discussion area, they were talking about uh, their own perceived flaws in, in, in the study. And so, which is always a good sign. If you mm -hmm. see a, a researcher criticizing their own results, yeah. uh, you, that that's kind of a sign of, of integrity and authenticity. They went on to add, they wanted to add uh, county level comparisons as well. And they thought that that might uh, shed a little light on that discrepancy between between the individual levels and, and at the at the state level, the second interesting find uh, that the, or interesting thing that they found, and we've talked about this already as well, is that in the states where uh, the Christian nationalism was a little higher on the scale, black individuals were actually less likely to show uh, president. Uh, preju prejudice against atheists. And, and of course, that shouldn't be surprising. I mean, why would black Americans have any mistrust for, you know, for authority? I mean, you know, <laughs> crazy, right? You know, they're, they're quite familiar with the business end of bigotry, right? Right, bigotry duck? The yeah. Bigotry duck. And so, uh, you know, so I can't imagine why that would be an issue. But but there's actually a hidden layer in there. If you, if you peel away those layers, we said before that uh, states with with higher um, Christian nationalism went along with uh, increased um, uh, prejudice against atheists, but it was not at the state level, but at the, but there was that racial aspect. And so if states with high, and I, I'm getting a little too complicated here, but states that have higher levels of Christian nationalism, if the black uh, residents of that state actually were lower on the prejudice scale. That means that the white community must have been higher and that that discrepancy kind of masked the difference. And so uh, white individuals that were in states that had higher, um, uh, you know, I'm just going to stop. I, I think I'm outmathed everybody. And, and so uh, math fatigue, right? So I just Get wanted to point out equation. though, that, that what man an equation? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I just, I, I thought the study was a gold mine. I, I thought it had, they had a large, diverse sample. They had interesting and interlinked results, and they had a few uh, curveballs thrown in there. You know, what more could I ask? Ask uh, Eli. What's your take on that? 
Yeah, so as the uh, undergraduate science student on the panel, I'm happy to nerd out with you. I just mm. don't have the the expertise. Welcome, here, welcome. We yeah. have a big tent. We have a big right. tent. So I, I also, I was excited that I was like, oh, I have access to like scholarly libraries through my school. So I, I pulled up the study as well, and I wanted to look at it. And um, I, I found very, very interesting speaking specifically about the summary, the com comparative summary of the variable. I'm sure you looked at it as well. Um, is interesting that it is, it is strict in evangelical Christians where this prejudice against atheists is so high. If you look at Jewish or Muslim uh, participants in the survey, their, uh, and I don't have it in front of me now, but their their prejudice, their score of prejudice against atheists was 0 0.03, 0 0.08, where with the evangelical Christians, it was in the 30s, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, on the left side of the or the decimal. So that was a really interesting. Hmm. Um, at first, I really thought when I read the title of the article, I thought this was kind of a no-brainer. Um, Christian nationalists uh, would advocate for a Christian theocracy, and an atheist would inherently oppose that idea. There may be some one-off you know, circumstances, but I think by and large, uh, most people who don't believe in a God, and the Christian God, would be the enemy of a Christian national. Um, so that was what I, what I first thought was a no-brainer, but I did find it interesting, of course, like we've all said already, that Black Americans seem to show less prejudice. And I, of course, am speaking about an experience that I don't have, but what I've learned from people of color that have come sharing their experiences with me is that they tend to, at least those that I've spoke, tend to pay attention to how people treat them individually, not how groups treat them, but how individual them and make their judgment of that person's character or mm. their, their social proximity to that person based on how the individual treats them because they are so used to seeing that prejudice and that uh, perhaps like maybe minor sometimes perhaps microaggressions or or sometimes true uh, ardent horrible like uh, discrimination and, and, and racism hmm. and they're so used to seeing that and I think that anybody with uh, who is capable of empathy is going to who, who experiences something horrible all the time is not going to want others to experience that as well and would therefore be more trusting of. And I think you'll see that most of us in the atheist community, again, there are one-off examples, but by and large, most that I've spoken with, that I'm aware of, that I see on, you know, shows like this are very um, open, very accepting towards all lifestyles, all types of people. Just if you're a kind person, I will be kind to you. It doesn't matter how you live your life as long as mm -hmm. you don't harm to others. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's where sort of um, these particular uh, black uh, Christian nationalists and uh, atheists that I am familiar with, I think that's what they have in common and why they, they don't, why there's not quite that prejudice in those that were polled uh, by the survey. That's great. That's great. And that's interesting what you were, what you were just talking about, because it implies that um, what I was saying before about how their personal identity, their religious identity, their local, their small community identity kind of trumps their, their national commitment. But, but what you're saying is maybe personal experience can trump that 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 small group identity. So may so so that so that's a good thing. That's a good thing. As you know, we so. we know that uh, you know as people get to know people in these outgroups, they become less outgroup, right? Yeah, I think uh, so. And oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nope. Yep. Uh, so I believe Professor Nee is how you pronounce it. The the uh, author of the study his, his uh, their interpretation was that um, it was a sort of coming together, like the the, the black uh, Christian nationalists and the atheists that are hmm. uh, both victims of of bigotry and oppression 
question coming together as a no we'll fight against it. i don't think it's quite that i don't think it's an intentional union i, uh-huh. I think it's just as i described it's just a, a natural result of right. being the victim of that prejudice by christian nationalists and, and others you, would you say they're strange bedfellows sure yeah one might could one could i would I'd say i have a question for the group for the panel here um again this is from the discussion section you know they were reflecting in ways that they could improve their their study uh the author wondered quote does individual christian nationalism cause prejudice against atheists or does an anti-atheist attitude strengthen one's beliefs in christian nationalism so this is the causation versus correlation thing so so they saw that there was a correlation but they 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 pondered uh of what could be the cause is is the christian causing the nationalism or is the nationalism causing the christian uh or you know the other way around um infidel what's your thoughts Oh, without a doubt, the Christianity aspect is driving up. They want Christian nationalism, but to get that, you have to have Christianity as the ultimate lawbringer, lawgiver, and that's what they want. They, they, they really do want a theocracy. I, I really do believe that when it comes down to it, the more extremist people on this end are looking for something that is totally incompatible with what we see as a government. You know, we talk about this is unconstitutional or constitutional protection. Uh, we have people like the Speaker of the House, right, who wants to have a constitutional pension. So when you have people like this governing our system, uh, what these Christian nationalists want is something completely incompatible with the form of government that we're talking about, what we understand, something completely different. Uh, Eli? I I tend to agree with you. I think it is overwhelmingly uh, the Christian nationalism uh, leading toward the anti-atheist attitude. Um, I wouldn't say there is an insignificant amount of it being the other way, though. I, I think um, people who may not have leaned toward Christian nationalism may have been maybe, oh, I'm conservative and I'm a Christian, um, and then maybe have encounters with atheists or have hear stories or there's, they're, they're being taught about atheists or atheism by their church or their pastors or their the in a religious community and they're getting ideas based on that and then leaning more towards the Christian nationalist standpoint because that makes them feel united against, you know, the sick, horrible. So you're saying they're identifying as Christians first and then they're saying, well, I guess I better hate atheists now. And so then they do that as a result and then the whole thing kind of gels together in one big nasty uh, whatever. Yeah, I think I think more not like a decision to hate just for the sake of hating necessarily mm-hmm. in all cases, probably not. But so maybe subconsciously then. Yeah, just start starting to like oh well i'm a christian and atheists are not christian and atheists hate god because of course oh. that's that's the reason we're atheists we're just mad at god yeah. so what they, go ahead what, what they hear behind the pulpit what they exactly. hear time and time again right. what they're literally hearing. the dehumanization of atheists mm-hmm. sorry and i think that. that's what leads to their anti-atheists mm. phoebe what do you think we'll give you the last take on this is is the christian nationalism causing the prejudice against atheists or is that the way, other way around well you can't have this kind of prejudice against atheism unless you've learnt it somewhere hmm. because you can't walk down the street and have a sign above your head saying atheist theist it just doesn't work like that it must have come from somewhere and it seems blindingly obvious that this has come from christian nationalism because christian nationalism at its fundamental heart is a belief system and they view atheism as a lack of a belief system and that breaks 
the metrics that they run by. They don't hold these prejudices against other religious groups to the strength that they hold them against atheists, in my opinion, because they see those groups as having a belief system that they can tap into and change. Mm. And the people that they dislike the most are the ones that they consider the apostates that are now the atheists. And they only focus, you abandoned God, blah, 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 blah. That's an atheist. What they will never say is this person never had a belief in a deity to start with, which is also a valid form of atheism. Not everybody is born with a religion. And anybody who says you are born with a religion can go and take that attitude and shove it up their ass because nobody is born with a religion. Religion is taught in the same way prejudice is taught. And this prejudice comes hook, line and sinker from the religion that is taught and the nationalistic dogma in this extreme interpretation of Christianity that does nothing but on a fundamental level push prejudice. Hmm, true. Enough said. Enough said. I, th I think I can't. Awesome. Uh, I think we're all in agreement on that. And on that note, I want to thank Infidel64, Phoebe Rose, and Eli for joining me on Nonprofits today. I, I really wish this conversation could keep on going. 